Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to episode 44 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. If you are a fan of lifting weights, this episode is 100% for you. Today we are going to be talking about resting between sets. We will cover the different rest needed for what percentage you're working with. We'll talk about the amount of time that you actually have inside the gym and also relate to this crazy idea that rest can help you achieve your goals. So my lifting fans, please go grab yourself a nice warm, yummy cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, before we talk about getting you stronger and moving smarter, I want to take a moment to talk about one of the sponsors of this podcast, Free Skincare. Because I'm assuming if you are listening, you are probably a human who likes to get sweaty. Or maybe you don't like it, but it just happens as you lift weight. Uh, Spray is designed to help keep athletes' skin fresh and clean. I love the spa-like feel I get with all their products while still supporting my lifestyle from the gym to the yoga mat. Remember that you can always use code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, to save extra monies no matter what kind of sale they have going on. All right, so now we're going to talk about the rest. How, if, and when you should be westing. Let's see how many times I say that, guys. How, if, and when you should be resting between sets. First, I think is it important to talk about what kind of lifting we are moving and grooving through. I realized how much social media has impacted this concept of weightlifting as my family was recently in town. And my younger sister, we're pretty far apart in age, about 14 years. Uh, She's currently at the age where she is highly influenced by, well, everyone. Uh, She's in high school, and I love that she was excited to lift weights and was asking a lot of questions about it. She's about to start weightlifting at school, and I am such a fan. I wish I was given the option to do all of those things whenever I was her age. I feel like this was especially heightened for me as I went to a really small Catholic school and the idea of a little girl who loved dancing on the big stage being allowed inside a weight room was like a foreign concept. Looking back on it, I can only imagine the strength I would be working with now if I was given the opportunity to train my muscles when they were developing. Anyways, this was when I realized that she really does follow all of these famous IG peeps that have millions of followers from lifting quick and fast with no information to back up their methodologies. 
There's now a common misconception, especially for those coming from more boot camp style classes or swipe video hit workouts, that we need to be dying whenever we're lifting. You should have heavy breathing, minimal rest, and you should superset everything with something like a squat jump or a wannabe burpee. However, this is far from the case. And please note, I'm not saying that cardio is bad. It has its place. And I make sure my one-on-one TCY clients do their cardio. Even if I work with people primarily with barbell strength training, they still get cardio programmed. There is benefit to work in your heart. I understand I'm not trying to diss on the cardio. But when it comes to strength progression, you can actually hurt your progress if you take the advice of the chicks that I was just mentioning on Instagram. So I will give you the same advice that I gave my sister. If you want long-term results, follow those with education whenever you're on the gram. Now, with all that being said, let's talk about three different things. Your percentage, time, and your overall goal. So first off, we need to realize how close you are working to your max effort or to your highest percentage, to your PR. Warm-up sets or low-intensity things likely need or likely do not need long rest. This is why when I program my one-on-one clients whom only have, let's say, a 20-pound dumbbell, I'm going to give them a lot more tempo work and they're going to be programmed with very minimal rest between their sets. However, I can be moving a client through the same exact uh, movement itself. So let's say we're moving through a deadlift. One client is doing a dual suitcase style kettlebell deadlift while the other is using a barbell and they have up to 300 pounds in plates that they can throw on their barbell. I'm going to program them different tempos and different rest periods based on the amount of weight that is at hand. We can move through the same range of motion, but the lighter weight or the lower percentage will require less rest than one that's working with the higher percentages. With light weights or warm-up sets, you are totally cool to rest anywhere from 30 seconds to 60 seconds before moving on to your next set. Now, the next one, the next topic point we have is going to talk about time, meaning how much time that you have to train. And this is, I think, one of the trickiest ones, one area where so many of us struggle meaning that you are a busy badass with work, your family, all the other things, and you're like, well, damn it, I don't have that much time to be inside the gym. This is when I recommend reduced rest at about 90 seconds to two and a half minutes, maybe even three minutes. As we relate this to number one, I'm not necessarily correlating this to someone that's working with a very low percentage. I'm now talking about somebody that has the capability to work up towards their one rep max. This is also a great time for you to superset, meaning that if you are short on time, mix in things. So for example, I was working with a client of mine, her name is Emily, and uh, with my one-on-one TCY programming. 
She told me that she was going to have a crazy busy week, but she still wanted to train. She asked me if I could adjust her programming for the week, and my answer was like a gazillion percent yes. (laughs) If there's one thing I strive for so much is allowing my clients to understand that it is so much better to do something rather than nothing. I want to help you create a habit that's going to stick. Reduced time in the gym is better than no time in the gym, right? So of course I changed up her programming. She works with me three days a week and this is kind of how I went about her programming. One day she worked through some tempo front squats and we were supersetting that movement with a different form of core activation. Another day she had a timed lift at what was a a lower-ish percentage where she did three push press uh, every minute for 10 rounds. So 30 lifts within 10 minutes, right? Uh, Or 30, I guess I would say, not full lifts, but 30 times that she did the thing, right? And on her third day, she had the option to build in weight with whatever threshold she wanted to, but I gave her a stopping point saying that she couldn't go above 80% because I wanted her to rest Um, I I wanted her rest to be no more than two minutes between sets and she had six working sets in total. So I didn't want her getting up to something that was like her, let's say 98% when I told her that her rest was really short, right? She's then going to potentially put herself into a bad form. Um, That's when she's going to be really likely to hurt herself. And we'll talk about this here in a hot second, but she's also not allowing her muscles to completely recover and, and do what they're supposed to do, basically. I also programmed her exact warm-up weights, sets, and prescribed rest to ensure that she was hitting the right stimulus. So what she doesn't know was that I originally had it programmed for her to be lifting a heavier percentage on day three um, with more rest mixed in. Instead, I mixed that up so that she could uh, get something in She was able to get into the gym. She was working towards the same stimulus, but keeping her muscles safe as we were trying to follow the original programming. Because again, something is better than nothing. This is where I truly do believe that working with a coach can be beneficial because switching up the percentage and time between sets and Other factors, like her day one of supersetting, can be tricky and annoying. I mean, think of it this way. You're already complaining that you're on a time crunch. So what makes you think that you're going to have time to make up your own new workout and alter everything safely and effectively? Chances are you're not. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. So last up, first we talked about percentage itself. Then we talked about how much time you have in the gym. Now let's understand your overall goal. If you are looking to build specific strength, then I do not recommend adding jump squats after every freaking lift like you might commonly see recommended on Instagram. If you have a more specific strength or hypertrophy goal, I'm going to recommend anywhere for t- anywhere from two to five minutes as your total time to rest. 
And I understand that this number might seem really long. There's also a bigger range that we're working with before we had like a minute in between. So hold on and keep listening. Hopefully I answer some of your questions. Overall, I want you to think of this. Rest is going to help you recover. When resting, you are clearing out all the stuff that accumulated in your muscles as you were lifting. As you're resting appropriately, you can recircuit more fibers, do more reps, and have better reps and sets, which means more volume and hopefully more gains. Now, here is where, again, a coach can do the hard stuff for you. Let's say that you are back squatting and you have a one rep max of 100 pounds. So your 100% is 100 pounds. If you are doing small sets, so let's say you're doing three reps at 50 pounds with no tempo, no superset, and you're resting for four minutes between sets, I'm going to ask what the fuck you're doing. I mean, yay for you moving. That's the hardest thing. You've got yourself into the gym. Kudos to you. But this is when I would say you need to probably get off your phone and start speeding up those light sets, maybe add weight, maybe superset, etc. Another example, your programming says that you have sets of 7 at 75% and you're on a time crunch. That is a lot of weight to be moving. To optimize your time, I would have you rest, I would say maybe a total of 90 seconds and we're going to superset that with an alternating muscle group or I would have you resting at a minimal like two and a half minutes. If you haven't caught on, this is such a big general rule of thumb. Personally, even if I am working to test my one rep max, I never wait five minutes in total because I feel like my anxiety will take over and create a damn workout in itself. However, that's probably why for a lot of my lifts, I never really get to that true 100%. I'm at like 98 because I just bitch out. I, I jump to the bar too quickly or I get too nervous, whatever it may be, right? One last example, and I will talk about this personally. Let's say I'm working with decently heavy percentages. I'm in the 80 to 92% range. You best believe that I am resting anywhere from about two and a half to three minutes between sets. Uh, I completely understand and have in recent time only seen, felt all the things my muscles develop not overnight by any means, but I have directly seen the benefits of resting appropriately before stepping back up to the bar and going on to the next set, right? Overall, there's a lot of things to think about. I get that. If you take anything from this episode, let it be this. Learn to listen to your body. If you're still dying from the set before, focus on your breath and get back to the bar or to the dumbbells as soon as you can. If you're struggling with seeing results after a few months of working through a program, then talk with your coach and let them know so that they can hone in on your real RPE and they can program rest accordingly for you if they're not doing it already. And for the love of God, do remember that there is nothing wrong with asking your coach for help. 
Just as you're not going to trust yourself to diagnose your dog whenever your dog is sick. You know nothing about the animal besides the fact that it loves to play with the frisbee rather than the tennis ball or whatever it may be, right? But when it comes to your dog's health, you then figure out a way to bring your dog to the specialist. There is nothing wrong with taking a moment to step back and bring yourself to a specialist when it comes to your health. There's nothing wrong with realizing that you don't want to program your workouts or that your programmed workouts are not giving you the results that you want, etc. But you will only receive the most benefit if your coach knows what the hell is going on. So for me personally, with TCY programming, I always tell my clients, the more I know, the better. I program them virtually. I am not there watching them 24-7. So I cannot sit there and give them guidance one-on-one every time that they are working out. The more that they tell me, the more that I can then help them. So to wrap this episode up, you should rest. You do not have to do jump squats all the freaking time. Your rest is very objective, but it should happen. If you're working with lighter weights, you should be resting less. If you are working with heavier weights, you should be resting more. There's also great benefit with working with that medium weight. Let's say 65, 68% and moving it at a tempo while controlling your rest. Hello, muscle gain out the wazoo. As always, I thank you guys for listening to this one. I hope you found some form of value here. If you did, please take a screenshot of what you're listening to. Share it to your Instagram story and tag at Danielle the Yogi and or at Caffeinated Yogi Talks, which is the home of the podcast. Also, peep the show notes. There's a cool way to now buy me a coffee so we could take the Caffeinated Yogi Talks elsewhere. As always, guys... Thank you, thank you, thank you, and until next time, namaste and slay boothang.